Hi, welcome to Ugly Buddies. My name is Steven. My name is George. And George, guess what? What? We have two guests, not just one. Yeah, we have two today. This is a twofer. <laughs> two of my yes. Two of my friends. I have done shows with the both of them. They are stand-up comedians, LGBT stand-up comedians. We've done some LGBT stand-up shows together. Please welcome my friends, the fabulous Jeremy Pace and Will Melendez. Yeah. Hi. Hi. And I should say, um, technically speaking, uh, according to our agents, we both only count as half a person because of our equity points. So it's still just one guest. <laughs> <laughs> but as soon as we're SAG, <clears throat> then, then we'll be a whole person. That's the right there. How, how are y'all doing? Good. I'm good. Great. Well, you want to go ahead? Good. I'm just here with my kitten, my my little pussy cat. Um, so yeah, she's a little terror. Um, but yeah, so yeah, we're just enjoying our, our ourselves. Yeah, she's pl- finally playing with the toys that I just bought her. So I'm like, yay, leave me alone. I need a break. You're exhausting. <laughs> um, so that's so yeah, beat him exactly how I'm doing, except I don't have a pet. <laughs> <laughs> my roommate my roommate has a cat and he just bought her a toy but she just took one look and walked away that's how they are that's how they do not just like (laughs) yeah they're either into it or they're like what no i much prefer your earphones your your headphones i much prefer that i jokingly call my roommate's cat dorothy because she's very much a dorothy (laughs) <laughs> she, she's she's an old broad who is not happy unless jeff or papa is home in my experience with cats yes. i would say if you want the cat to play with the toy just pretend that it has sentimental value to you and put it on an important looking shelf then that cat won't get enough of it yeah that cat will tear it right up yeah like put it next to your grandma's ashes it'll fuck it up it's true, <laughs> it's true. Um, uh, my kitty cat, like, she loves my right arm. She's like, fuck the left arm. The right arm apparently is the one where she just chews on it as if it's one of those drumsticks from Disneyland, just like just completely gnawing in on it. But we're here to talk about season two, episode 12, A Thousand Worlds Words by Friday. Yes. So, what? And we only have a thousand words to do it. So, yes. everybody be really mindful. You know what? I might do it at eight fifty. Okay. All right. <laughs> Double space. All right. <laughs> We're counter starting now. So, what do you guys know about Ugly Betty before you watched the episode? Um. So I watched some of the original Ugly Betty, like the actual soap opera version. Mm-hmm. So I saw that with my family when I was thirteen years old visiting Puerto Rico. So the originally original Ugly Betty which is tall, lanky, nerdy girl that you knew as soon as you gave her the makeover, she'd be like a Victoria's Secret model. Mm-hmm. So it was a little different than the American version. Um, but uh, but yeah, I just, I, yeah, I just knew that it was a, a, a nerdy girl that everybody just thought was like hideous and just like was so surprised when she took the glasses and the braces off. She was this gorgeous girl. Mm-hmm. Um, so... <laughs> That that uh, that's what I knew about it before watching the show. So I knew that this show was gay, and that <laughs> Vanessa Williams was back, and I never watched it. Mm. <laughs> I got I wanted to get around to it so bad during COVID, but let me tell you what: the call of Golden Girls just <laughs> kept getting me over yeah. and over and over again. I had that. I got that call, and I bought the complete series. That's how much I got that call. 
I just got a tattoo two days ago. My Golden Girls tattoo. Ooh, what did you get? A, did you get all four of them? Uh, no, I got um, on my thigh, which like I really get bad tattoos next to my junk. Like they should be sexy, but they're never sexy. Like mm. who gets a Golden Girls tattoo next to junk? But on my thigh, I got um, created by Susan Harris from the yes! opening credits. Yes. And then I realized that anyone who's down there is going to think that this is some really weird homage to my mother named Susan Harris. Mm. <laughs> like, and like, <laughs> who, who gets a mom tattoo on their thigh? <laughs> but that's not the case, folks. It's a Golden it's, Girls tattoo. It's a great conversation starter. So like, it's like, what is this? Oh, it's I do have a lot of good conversation starters in places where I shouldn't just now be starting a conversation. You know what I mean? Like, if you're looking at my thighs, we should have been talking by now. <laughs> the hell of a place for an icebreaker. <laughs> but I knew that because I love Golden Girls, I would love this show. I just hadn't got around to it yet. But y'all, I think y'all got me hooked. Yeah, you and what's it called? Betty White was on an episode right before. Yeah, yeah, she was on Betty White's on a season two episode. Yeah. Oh, nice, awesome. Yeah. So if you go back and watch it from the from the beginning, you're in a real treat. So far, we've had one guest of ours do it. Her name's Jessica, and she she after she watched the one episode with us, she went back and binged the whole thing. Yeah. And it's only was, four seasons. It's yeah. not that bad. And y'all were smart to bring me on for the Gabrielle Union episode because that's oh my like God. extra. Who doesn't like, like Gabrielle Union? I love Union. Gabrielle Union. Love. That's like, yeah. <laughs> I've been following her career since she was in She's All That and 10 Things I Hate About You. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've known yeah. who she, she built her career beautifully. And then the mm-hmm. action yeah. stuff with Bad Boys 2. And um, yeah. I, went to go see, I went to go see Breaking In on opening day when it came out where she played the mother with the two kids and then um, the um, they try to they try to get inside the house to steal the money that's hidden in there and she fights she was amazing in that movie yes i love that movie she beat some ass yes she is a great she is i i really uh, (laughs) my partner and i got i loved loved her work in this episode i loved all of her scenes with vanessa Mm -hmm. williams Mm-hmm. Um, it was great to watch like a battle of the divas. Mm-hmm. It truly saved the best for last. Uh, is it, yeah. Uh, yeah, and she and this is she's on a two three episode arc that ends like right. It's the episode like her episode. It's like three episodes and like two ends like the third episode before the season two finale, which is my spoiler story. alert. I don't even hear this. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry <laughs> I've only had 30 years to watch the show yeah mm. it just came out yeah, now just fr- came out. from my understanding Daniel doesn't really get all emotionally attached to the women he dates other than him having the secret undercover crush on Betty right so the fact that uh, he and Gabrielle Union had this thing where he actually liked her that was kind of a big deal right or am I making that up it, um, slightly because it was season one. It was um, Salma- Sophia scared. Yeah, Sophia. Sal- Salma yeah. Hayek was her his big love interest in season mm-hmm. one, and you know it's Salma. Hayek but then it turned out that she was writing a book about how to get a guy to want you who doesn't usually want to commit. Oh my God! So people was... writing all these dating books in this show. Yeah, like, and then the guy on this show was like, "Oh, how to get women? How to get laid? How to you know by insulting them and treating them like garbage?" And then they're like, "Oh my God, I love you!" Oh my God, this is why you don't that date writers. The, that scene with Amanda. 
where he demonstrated right in front of Betty mm-hmm. with Amanda. That's, mm-hmm. that's just great timing right there. That's oh, I love Becky Noon. She's such a brilliant actress. Yeah. More. Like, she needs her own TV series. I keep on saying mm-hmm. that. I'll go to my grave saying that until she gets what she deserves. Put it in your will and then it's like, I think, legally binding. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We, Upon my death, please give her a spinoff. She yeah. was, she the was so back. funny. Yeah, they do get, like, they do, her and Mark and Amanda has, like, a sort of spinoff called Mode After Hours that starts next season. And there's, like, like little video clips of, like, them doing stuff together. It's funny. And I love the use of Gene Simmons in this episode. Yes! <laughs> oh, right? Yeah, my... <laughs> that tongue. Like, does yeah. that tongue get its own credit in the end? <laughs> No, what were the dance moves that he was... My favorite was when he was pointing to Gene Simmons and then she just kept doing the dance, like, as if there were dance moves yeah. um, <laughs> on the stage. So she's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So on like, behalf of... My favorite moment from the performance, because it's such a time capsule joke reference, was when she said in the beginning of the thing, it's, it's Mandy, Mandy, bitch. <laughs> that was when Gimme Moore had just come out by that point with It's Britney, bitch. But back to Ugly Betty. I think, like, what I got from that episode, like, the main theme from, like, every single character for the most part is that, like, Wilhelmina and Christina, well, you can't say it if you know the plot line, is, like, getting out of your comfort zone because of Betty was getting out of the comfort zone with Phil Roth and then Daniel and Renee. Well, because Betty, Betty in this episode got her Mary Tyler Moore moment. She got her big shot here with writing this article that's going to be published in the magazine. So this is like her, this is like her Mary Tyler Moore big chance moment here. Yeah, and 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 like knowing like how the the whole season plays plays out. Like I have a lot of thoughts on. How like, but that's that's a future episode. I have so much. To <laughs> I love Judith. Her. I love Judith Light's work in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> How do you lay down on your mother in the dark and then put your hand on her boob and not realize a third person's in bed yet? That was one thing for me. I was like, I don't know. But like, it's all dark, and then she's like, "That's not her boob." I was like, "Whoa!" If <laughs> I touch Judith boob Light's you, boob, I wouldn't. You think it is. That's not the boob you think it is. And good for her for uh, having him perky. But I love, <laughs> I love her being in the dark and bumping into her made her conclude that that's Daniel's way of taking care of his mother. And then she liked him even more. She liked him even more after that whole in the dark moment. She was that like, was yeah, mobile. let's she see each been other like, you again. You live with your mom. But instead she was like, oh, you let your mom live with you. You know what I mean? And then I love oh. how she explains that, you know, she can't, really hang out with the, she can't really hang out with the country club set anymore. Yeah. The set. I loved the word set. Two, no one? Okay. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, I really liked how this episode was everybody. It seemed like what was like from a writing perspective, what I appreciated was it was everybody kind of like in their own way, seeming to play a game that they were trying to stop from happening in the first place but instead decided to join in. Like, it seemed like everybody was like, I hate Double Dutch. And then they were like, the only way to take it down is to jump on in. Okay, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, in, including even Wilhelmina sort of seemed like, in her acceptance of Gabrielle Union and the Playboy getting together, still, she seemed like she was just going with, like, the yeah. 
Yeah. And Christina and Christina gets dirt on Wilhelmina. Yes. And I love that Wilhelmina find I love that Christina finds out Wilhelmina's real name. Yeah. Wanda. Yeah, Wanda. It's only like yes. one, other, one other person knows and Amanda knows. Yeah. Amanda's the only one who knows until Christina now. And which like that's another way in which this show is dated because I feel like up until WandaVision, that was like a nerdy name, but now to be named Wanda comes with like great power and responsibility. <laughs> you and can create like a whole multiverse. I still need to see WandaVision. Oh my what? god. I it's haven't so seen good. I've seen it twice, oh, three times. I watch it too. Everybody raped. Here's the thing about Marvel. I already commit to watching every single movie. I yeah. No. Any, I haven't watched any of the TV shows because that's a whole other Um WandaVision is amazing because it has little to do with superheroes and everything to do with taking a nostalgic walk through TV throughout yeah, history. Yeah, that's why because I'm, you know, I'm as a as a member of the proud gay community, I'm I'm a fan of classic TV. B. Arthur, um, yeah. Odd, Golden Girls, I Love Lucy, all that magical fabulousness. Heavy on the nostalgia. Did you, did you um, watch um, Jessica Jones on Netflix? So, no, honestly, I stop. I'm like you. I stop at the Marvel movies. I can't do the TV shows as it's well. Just a whole other I, I think Jessica it's, I don't have enough Seroquel. The first too season, the first two first, seasons I watched, the third season, I just could not get into it. I was just yeah. like, I, I didn't but like the storyline. I didn't. Kristen Ritter is fantastic in Jessica. Jones. Amazing. Like I yeah. like. And especially David Tennant in season one. Like, I'm still shocked. How was she not nominated for an Emmy? She was so I, beautiful I, and amazing. I agree. And and, I'm I like, and I've been a huge fan of her since um, she was on Veronica Mars season two. Mm-hmm. Veronica Mars. Mm-hmm. And she did um, Three or something like that. Yeah. Yes. And she, she was she so did, good in that. And she did Breaking Bad. I don't, I didn't, mm-hmm. I, I need to watch and get to, up to her. But, like, I love watching because she's one of those underrated. One of her one of her early roles, she was an extra of Wellesley girl with like a couple of lines here and there in Mona Lisa Smile. Mm. Oh, she was one of the Wellesley students in that, so she wasn't one of the main girls, but she was one of like mm-hmm. she was credited as Wellesley student, and she had like a line or two here or there. So that was like one of her first roles. Yeah, but wow. I, I highly recommend watching at least the first season of Jessica Jones because that's so great, that's great television. And Mona Lisa Smile is one of those movies where the script is terrible. I think the writing is terrible, but I'm happy to watch it because Julia Roberts, Julia Stiles, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Kirsten Dunst, Jennifer Goodwin, Marsha Gay Harden, just they all do great work in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's honestly just Steel Magnolias Part Two. It's just a bunch of powerhouse actresses <laughs> together. Yes, I have, I and seen, all you can eat buffet. You haven't seen Steel Magnolias? No, I have not. What? <laughs> oh, I'm oh so excited for you! Oh my yeah. God, you're gonna cry so hard. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna yeah, you you're gonna ugly cry and solve some trauma from your past. And mm-hmm. a lot of conversations will start to make sense, especially, oh, so you know, their, their gays who have been using the references, like, over and there over again, like, a lot of things will make sense. That you have not understood that were references mm-hmm. to Steel Magnolias. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay, we're gonna That's that how popular that is. Because yeah. you, especially as a gay man from the South, need to watch that. Uh-huh. He's from if you can't say something nice, come sit next to me. I mean, that's from the movie. <laughs> 
<laughs> Hitter. Like, you Hitter, see, you're Melinda. just adding because Jordan's as a gay man from the South, Steel Magnolias is like required viewing for you. It was yeah. written by not a gay only man. is it's from not the same guy who wrote the screenplay it. for the First Wives Club, Robert Harlan's. Fine, I'll watch it. I love the First Wives Club. I met I met the yeah. writer of Steel Magnolias. I met Robert Harlan's. Oh, oh nice. Wow. And what happened was I got to talk to him afterwards. It was a screening at USC that my friend had invited me to. And uh, afterwards I talked to him because my brother and I have our disagreements, but one of the things that Will and I can bond over this because we both have old friends who are gay. Um, But one of the movies that we bond over is The First Wives Club. So, oh, oh, yeah. so I told Love him the story. My brother got that thing one Christmas that washes and massages your face at the same time. And my brother turned to me on Christmas morning and said, I'm going to be science fiction young with this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm just going to nod and smile because exactly obviously you guys got the scene, right? I want to be young. <laughs> oh, yeah. Science fiction young. Wait, that's what realized. Yes, okay. when she was like, look at me. I want Tina Turner. I want Jagger. Okay. So <laughs> oh, okay. 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 I've got it. And earlier got she got was got like, it. my age? No, you don't understand. There's only three ages for women in Hollywood. Babe, district attorney, and driving Miss Daisy. And right now I need to be young. Science fiction <laughs> young. <laughs> like, well, he's committed. Science fiction young. I've seen First Wives Club so many times I can obviously quote it verbatim. It's yeah. Oh, I, me too. I love it. Mm-hmm. Who'd you have over? There's Guns a couple of gay classics that he hadn't seen that I made sure he watched, like First Wives Club and Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. Amazing. Oh, yeah, good one. Um, I forced Jeremy to watch uh, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. You remember <gasps> Girls Just Want to Have Fun? Yes. I gotta be honest. You want to hear I how I get a copy of that? Here's I have the wow. DVD. Here's how I ended up getting a copy of it. When I was in high school, you know how Best Buy and Target used to have those bundled DVDs where it was like two for mm-hmm. the price. Of, the only way mm-hmm. I could have a copy of Heather's was if I bought it with Girls Just Want to Have Fun. <laughs> they paired up. That Best like Buy a- paired up Heather's with Girls Just Want to Have Fun. You had to buy both. No it's offense a, it's to a, the movies, it's, a, but... it's a great combination. I'm not gonna oh, yeah. lie. It's it's, yeah. it's, total it's, it's no, total no offense to the movies, but fun. that sounds like a, that sounds like a Jessica Parker and young Helen Hunt. Yes, I haven't seen that. One. You know what's weird you about Helen Hunt? Seen that one? I know. I, tell you what... I am and Shannon Doherty as a 12 year old. Hello. What's really weird about it is they all look exactly the same age as now. Like Helen Hunt was 40 when she was born. (laughs) She's like 12 in that movie. And I'm still ready for her to be married to Paul Reiser and like mad about Mm -hmm. Like at any point in the movie, I'm ready for her to be a woman. Like in between moments, you think Sarah Jessica Parker's character is just going to be out like right next to her window writing like, Like smoking a cigarette. Is this going to work? Why? I couldn't help but wonder, am I going to make it on the dance competition? With that computer. And there's so many many, like gay classics I still need to see. But back to Ugly Betty. Back to Ugly Betty. Um, Oh my and I love that, and I love how the love triangle thickens in this episode with the Henry versus yeah. Theo. Back to the episode, where you, what do you want to t- touch on? Well, I want to make sure we're getting all your notes. I'm, 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 I'm good. Your notes. Oh, I had so many. Uh, let's see, what did we not talk about? Let's see, 
Well, I mean, I love the challenge, obviously, that the war between Henry and Geo at the bar for who could get more numbers. <laughs> yeah, and oh, that was mm, Betty that learns. To, Betty agree. learns to have more of an open mind in this episode. Yes, yes, and which we all need to have is the open mind. And no, no. I want to remove that need to have from it. We all could if we want to, but I'm telling you right now, like I'm either in an open relationship or I'm monogamous. And if I'm monogamous, a night like that is never happening in our relationship. I am never going to be like, oh, you and your buddy are going to try and compete to see who can get more phone numbers. Well, as your committed faithful girlfriend, I'll just sit here and see how many you come up with. Absolutely not. I'm first going to knock you in the back of the head with a hammer. And second of all, I'm going to run through and trip every bitch who gave you their, their number. Like what? She just sits there and lets this happen. Well, because She's just like, not, oh, go not... get a bunch of phone numbers. Well, because they're not really serious right now because he has another girl who's pregnant with his child. So, oh, see, context is everything. Okay, yeah, she's in and she's in Arizona right now. So even though they know they can't be together forever, they're enjoying what they have for the time being. That would have been good to know because so I'm sitting here watching the show, thinking like Betty, think highly of who yourself. got who like, pregnant? You? Um, Henry, the nerdy hot boyfriend, oh. got another girl who was played in season one and earlier in season two by Jayma Mays from oh. Glee, the oh. redhead. Oh. oh. Yep, she plays the girl who, uh, Char- Charlie's her character's name, who uh, Henry gets pregnant. So they, they realize they're not going to be together forever. So they, they're just enjoying the time they have. We are open to like, you know, exploring and trying things out in your comfort zone. Because like, Betty, Betty had to put her feelings aside about the writer to write that article. Which was probably not an easy thing for her to do. I mean, some of my favorite moments was was when Betty was like, "Congratulations, Henry! You just set the feminist movement back fifty years." Right. And, and I, I still feel that. like it would be it would be easier. Maybe this just speaks volumes about my character, but I feel like it would still be easier for me to compromise my moral compass <laughs> for something like career oriented than to sit there and watch the guy that I like just rack up a bunch of phone numbers. Like there is just no world, no world in which I would just sit at the bar and be like, how many you got now? Oh, 12? Cool. Proud of you. No. 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 Absolutely not. Mm-mm. Especially if you guys are busy and that's supposed to be your date night. Like, no, right. no, no, no. Our date night isn't going to be you getting other dates on our date night. That would just be just... Mm, you know what I would do? Because right. like, education is important. Yes. Oh, <laughs> so while I, while we have the both of you on, I mean, I wanted the both of you to talk about Misfits comedy. I, I had the honor of doing one of these shows. If you could, if you could just tell our listeners what it's all about. No, uh, we're primarily a queer show. We started off um, uh, hosting uh, a show at a restaurant in downtown uh, LA, but sadly it closed, but we found a new location at the Hollywood comedy club. And during the pandemic, we hosted a, um, uh, we hosted an online version of it every couple of weeks. So George was on it and we host primarily uh, queer comics and our, yeah. um, and we host primarily queer comics and it's a fun show. So please, if you're available, come out and see us next Thursday on the 22nd, 8 p.m. It's so. a hoot. Yeah. <laughs> I never heard of so, it. And you can find us on Instagram at uh, Misfits Comedy dtla which we need to update because we're no longer down we're no longer dtla <laughs> yeah no no we aren't um we're, we're dtla so. now stands stands for don't town la yeah don't don't go downtown don't, don't go downtown it's yeah it's mm-hmm. in hollywood so yeah he's looking it up right now 
Yeah. Got it. It's fun. It's funny. It's really like laid back. We don't have too many comedians. So it doesn't like drone on for hours. Yeah. And yeah. It's yeah. mostly, we, we try to call it a comedy party because it's more just like conversational and hilarious yeah. and laid back and fabulously unproblematic. So yeah. always pretty a, proud of that. <laughs> Anything else from the episode, George? Well, I mean, just, I thought it, I thought it was a very sweet ending with, um, with Betty and Henry singing together. So yeah. I just thought Can we talk, yeah, I was going to say, we didn't talk about the rap. Like, let's talk about that rap. That's, I mean, that's, I mean, to me, I, that's the rap. That was the rap heard around the world. And, um, I think it's, re- I really trust, I tend to trust people more when I know that they know the words. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. But yeah, any final things about Ugly Betty? That was just, I thought it was a great way to end the episode yeah. with them. And obviously there's a cliffhanger because now Christina has dirt. And there's something about Rhonda. Yep, Rhonda, Wanda. her real name. Wanda. Mm-hmm. Wanda. Wanda and Rhonda. Rhonda and Wanda. Oh, and the drama. <laughs> and the, tr- the drama of Wanda and Wanda. Wilhelmina and Renee. Mm. Mm-hmm. I want to see them have their own show. Like, when you think about it, Rhonda and Wanda, like, I want to see Vanessa Williams and Gabrielle Union in a show as sisters like that. That's a show I would watch, definitely. Starring. Uh, <laughs> so I wanted to take the time to thank the both of you for stepping into our world today. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. you so much for having us. This was fun. I, I think this is a good place to end. Without further ado, my name is Steven. My name is George. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.